Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. Broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's home for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. On today's show, I am sitting next to Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated. He is Sports Illustrated's pro wrestling insider. Read him at si.com. Justin, what's going on? WrestleMania week. Thrilled to be here. Huge week. Thank you for having me. Are you stressed out? Is this like a stressful week for you? No, it's exciting. I mean, I think this is what you wait for, right? There's a lot going on, but moving pieces are fun, and no, I can't wait, especially that, I mean, WrestleMania weekend encompasses so much, right? There's a Lucha Libre, uh, AAA uh, press conference tomorrow morning. There's, there's just so much. The Stardom Show on Saturday, which uh, Japanese women's wrestling, there's just so much going on. No, I'm not stressed at all. I'm excited. I can't wait. So we got WrestleMania on Sunday. We have the G1 Supercard. Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro, G1 Supercut on Saturday night at a sold-out Madison Square Garden. You got NXT TakeOver. You got the Hall of, WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2019. And along, I think a loaded class, yeah. And along with all of that, you also have which seems to be the elephant in the pro wrestling room, AEW. Um, some guys in AEW that probably wish they could somehow be involved this weekend in New York City, right? Yes I know. And no, I, I, money, money eases... All of uh, those, all that, that that sour taste they might have in their mouth. Money, money helps, you know, get rid of that sour taste. But I feel like there's some guys that probably wish they were in New York City taking part in, in something this weekend. We'll get to all that. And, of course, there's even some controversial remarks that have been made in the pro wrestling world with John Oliver on HBO talking about wait. how Vince McMahon treats uh, his wrestlers current and in the past. And um, I feel like I'm even forgetting maybe something else. There's a lot. We'll get to it all today. But before we do, Justin, if you'll allow me, I got to pay the bills here real quick. Okay. Just got to pay the bills. Today's show presented by betonline.ag. And here at Podcast One Sportsnet, we are competing against each other in the Sportsnet bracket presented by our exclusive partners at betonline.ag. And you can check out the leaderboard at podcast1sportsnet.com. I was tied for second place. Going into the Sweet 16, Justin, I was tied for second place with Stone Cold Steve Austin. We were both tied. But my bracket is busted because I had a Final Four that consisted of a lot of number one seeds. There's only one number one seed left in the Final Four this they weekend. they shouldn't even be there. And that's, and that's Virginia. The Final Four begins Saturday at 6 o'clock with the National Championship next Monday. And if your bracket is busted like mine, well, betonline.ag is still the perfect place for you to go and make your bets on all the action this weekend. Get the lines for the games. Uh, and, and if it's not college basketball... Major League Baseball has begun. You can bet every game. Uh, the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs are about to begin. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today and use promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and also the exclusive partner of Podcast One Sportsnet. BetOnline.ag. Today's show also presented by DraftKings. Play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK, P-I-C. That's promo code PICK, 
I-C. And today's show also presented by IV League Hydration. Look better, feel better, and perform better by jumping on the IV. That's right, Justin. Don't give me a weird look. Jump on the IV. They have a location in Southie. But here's the best part. They can come to you. I always say this is the best remedy for hangovers, and it is. But it's also great for jet lag before a big meeting, cold and flu symptoms. Well, how about your athletic performance? I know many pro athletes who use IV hydration as part of their normal routine to perform at the highest level. And also, if you're running in the Boston Marathon in a week and a half, this is the perfect thing for you. It'll help you prepare and recover. Again, they can come to you. You don't have to go to them. They'll come to you and toss you on the IV. It's quick, it's easy, and afterwards you'll feel like a million bucks. Check out their website, ivleaguehydrate.com. That's ivleaguehydrate.com to check out all of their different IV hydration packages. Look better, feel better, and perform better with IV League Hydration. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thanks again for joining me. Uh, sorry, just, you know, you got to pay I the bills I wasn't thinking, there. I got to pay the mortgage. I wasn't thinking about running the marathon, but maybe I will now. <laughs> right? Maybe I will, yeah. Because of Ivy League hydration. Yeah, I mean, right? right here in Southie, you said, right? They're in Southie. More well, of an Easty guy, but yeah. I like, they, but they'll I like come, they come to they you. They come to me. They come to you. No. You don't have to worry about where they are. They just have to worry about where you are because they will come to you. But, um... Enough of that. You know, we gave, we, we gave the reads. We, we paid the bills. Let's in, get to business. Huh? In the open, it's funny. There's so much going on this weekend. It's almost like you're wrestling out by WrestleMania. And, and Mania is the longest show. There's so much at stake. Uh, but it's, it's funny. You're, there'll be so much wrestling before we get to Sunday afternoon, late, late, early Sunday evening. But I love the Mania card. I'd make a couple tweaks personally. I'm sure we'll get there. Uh, there's so much going on, but it's 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 one of the best. Re- it might be the best weekend of the year to be a wrestling fan. Well, again, it's in it's in New York City, or I guess WrestleMania is in New Jersey, technically. I like when they call it New York. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a weird part of New York. I went to the one at MetLife before, which was what four or five years ago. Six, uh, six twenty nine. Yeah, it was the Rock and yep. Rock and Cena, but on the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania series podcast, and it was the second Rock and Cena. Correct. Hosted by Justin Barrasso. Actually, I, I didn't like that one as much as I liked the one The Rock won. He was back the first time. You knew he was leaving the second time. Uh, but that I love that. I did the WrestleMania series podcast, which was so much fun. We did five episodes. One of them was kind of a strange episode because every episode was a highlight. Except- you just did this recently. Yeah. This, you had a podcast, just to get people, if they don't know, you had a podcast for Sports Illustrated that you know led up to this WrestleMania and it, it went back and, and different looked moments, at- five different moments, right? One of them was 29, Jack Swagger, which ever like today's was Jim Ross that posted. And we looked at WrestleMania 14, which I'm biased. It's in Boston at the Fleet Center. It's Austin. It's Michaels. We focused on that main event. I was there for that. Fantastic night. I love 29, though, because, A, it's the nine-match card, which that's the, that's the undercard now at Mania. You know, and but also, Jack Swagger, that's like the... He blew a big opportunity, right? Like, that's it should have been his night with We the People, and that was such a great gimmick as a heel. They don't do things like that. Wait, what, ha- what, what happened? He won Elimination Chamber in February. They yep. paired him with Zeb Coulter, who's Dirty Dutch Mantel. Yeah. And they, you know, if you listen to Swagger tell the story, he'd heard of Dutch Mantel. It was been around the business forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to call, he's a wrestling great, for sure, Dutch Mantel. So many stories. He's been around Puerto Rico. He's been around the business. He'll forget more than we know. One of those types. He's just he's brilliant. But uh, I think he had mustard in his mu- mustard in his mustache and on and crumbs on his shirt when Triple H brought him in for the. They were looking for a mouthpiece for Jack, for Swagger, 
And he's like, are you kidding me with this guy? And he knocked it out of the park. And they were, it really turned into an anti-immigrant. Yeah, I uh, remember his story. And so February, he wins the Elimination Chamber. Swagger does. Two nights later in Biloxi, Mississippi, Gulfport, somewhere in the Gulfport, he gets pulled over for a DUI and uh, marijuana possession, which I think they dropped that charge. Doesn't look good, right? Like when that's your guy. So I'd imagine if that didn't happen, he would have been the guy who beat Del Rio at mm-hmm. Mania because it makes Del Rio look better when you're the babyface and you got to overcome these great odds. It was odd. They just kind of – the feud continued, but Del Rio lost the belt to, uh, to Dolph Ziggler who ended up getting the concussion. He lost the belt. But I thought it was interesting. Swagger mentioned like in wrestling there's ribs, there's jokes, right? And Swagger mentioned – imagine a joke, playing a joke on somebody at WrestleMania. Swagger, his entrance wasn't televised at WrestleMania 29. He drives the golf cart out with the flag on it. Mm-hmm. They had a pro, like the vignette leading up to the match that played over it. And Swagger said earlier that day, Vince took a picture of him and, him and Dutch on the on the cart during rehearsal, and he said, "Ha ha, this is the last time anyone will see you drive." Snapped the picture, and to mess with them, they didn't play the uh, they didn't televise the entrance. You know, when you don't get your entrance televised, you're not going over that night. So. He was looking at the lights when he lost. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that is interesting. And, and we learned that on your podcast. Officially off track, by the way. To WrestleMania. Took us about two I, I did not think we'd be talking about Jack Swagger, though a successful MMA fighter, I guess, at this point. Yeah. To this, to this point, And he's, he's got another fight coming up in May against TJ Jones. I'm excited. I, I think anytime there's that, that crossover, I like it. I miss, I thought Sean Grandy, uh, I like Bellator, but I thought Grandy, who calls the Celtics games, was phenomenal with Bellator. I mm-hmm. wish he was still doing it, but I know it's tough with Celtics schedules and everything else. Back on Mania. I'm sorry. Yeah, back on Mania. Back on Mania. Well, what's, let me ask you this. Yes. And we do this show before every major WWE pay-per-view, right? What's the, like, what is the, if you, if I was your editor for Sports Illustrated and I said, Justin, you know what? We need, we need one story from you. One storyline we want you to follow this weekend. It's the top story. You tell us what it is, and you document it. You write about it. There's a lot going on in the wrestling world. What's the top story? We're going to let you write about it. If I was your editor, I said that. What would you tell me? Two things. A, what if I only told you one? Well, I want to say thank you, because you say we do this before every major show, which we do. Brian Ranney, is it? It's so phenomenal on social media, always reaching out. When are we guys going to do another show together? It's nice when I mean, people support you, you want to support them. Yeah. I, that mean, means a lot that somebody cares enough to say, guys, are you doing this again? Like, mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's phenomenal. Uh, the biggest story in wrestling right now, I mean, I think John Oliver touched on it last week. It's not just this week, the story. That's not a mania story per se uh, with the independent contract status, Danny. I think that's huge in wrestling, just in general. That's a 24-7, 365 story. Right now, I think to me the story this weekend, and I'm going to do my best to cover it, it's everything outside the ring. Like It's the power of wrestling, pro wrestling outside the ring. WWE does so much in terms of charity and charitable endeavors. I think that's a big weekend. Like Mania is a piece, and it's the biggest piece, but it's not the only piece of what they're doing this weekend. In terms of a wrestling story, I mean... I still think you got to look in the rearview mirror. AEW, are they closer than they appear? That's a huge story. It's hard to pick just one if you wanted to look at one story. And it's hard to say that Ring of Honor, New Japan's the one story because it's WrestleMania weekend. Like, would they sell out that show otherwise? And I do think, to their credit, the Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, they helped sell out that show because they were still part of the comp- respective companies when that when that company sold out. The one story, Danny. I mean, here's what I... I, I think it's Brock Lesnar. Like, does, you do? 
Yeah, it is. I mean, to me, that's still. Oh. I know he gets a lot of lot of grief on social media. Uh-huh. He's not a part of any of their uh, charitable endeavors this weekend. But to me, Brock. I mean, Brock's their guy, right? Like, does Brock still be? Does he stay the guy on Monday? I think Brock's still the story. Because in the rearview mirror again, we have Saudi Arabia, which is a reason I think Kofi Kingston wins for a number of reasons. But if Daniel Bryan doesn't go back to Saudi Arabia, which he didn't last time, he refused to. Well, he's not your champ, anyways. You need your champions there. And I would think Brock is still champion when they go to Saudi Arabia in May. So uh, there you go. There's two predictions. You think Brock is going to retain the Universal Championship in a match against Seth Rollins? I do. Which I agree with you. I don't know how well that match. I, it's a clash of styles, which I like, but I just don't. I don't know how what their last match together was good. Take do you like the interview. build up? It's all about the build up, right? Do you like the build up to that, that match? For that match, no. I don't either. You know why? Yeah. I, I. And maybe this is because Triple H is in a match against Batista. Right. Which I don't know that I even really care about. I, I do care about Triple H wrestling. I, I think he should wrestle every WrestleMania. That's what he does. Um, but against Batista, like Batista was never a guy I like. I never looked at Batista and, and was like, I gotta watch him. He just wasn't like yeah. he never. He was never a draw for me. To me, he was what they wanted. Like they wanted the Rock 2.0, and that's hey, he's had a great career. But I agree with you and. I don't know. The last, all I can think of, I can't get the taste out of my mouth from that last run. It was such a disaster. When Brian, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan won in New Orleans, yeah, right. But Batista wins the Rumble. I mean, it should have been. That was all Brian. That was a triple threat, right? Well, Brian had to beat Triple H, which is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated matches in WrestleMania history. To open the card at WrestleMania 30, which came right after Hogan, Austin, Rock open, which is probably the best open in WrestleMania history. Up there with, you know, I, I love Brett and Owen, too. No, when was the Hogan-Austin Rock? When, uh, when was, that was that? Thir- that was 30. Oh, it was? Yeah. Hogan opens. Hogan's in the ring. Austin comes out next. Austin suppo- promised by Vince to come out last. And I love that was a fun interview we did together, and Austin was still pissed about it. But it worked out better because Hogan did the Silverdome, yeah, that's uh, right. the mistake, and Austin was that's ready right. to jump on it. His, you know, his fangs were out, and he was ready to ready to bite. bite. But, but, I mean, you know, we got off track there, but, but it all does connect because... You know, Triple H, I'm not into the Batista match, and I think because he's in that match, maybe they couldn't get him involved. I wanted to see the authority involved in this Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar storyline because you have to go back to the WrestleMania when Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank. 31, right. And and it was, you know, the authority was was involved in Seth Rollins at that point. Were they not? Well, he had the money in the bank, so he cashed in, he cashed in on his own. Sure, but he was... He was in the. Uh, he was like right. Triple H. He he left the shield. He was right, Triple right. H's guy. He left the shield. Uh, helped Triple H right after they after they beat Evolution. Right, you're absolutely right. And 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 they kind of teased that a little bit. You know, Triple H got in his face. He's like, you know, are you going to be the the guy that we want you to be? Remember that moment and Seth Rollins like. And they fought two years ago at Mania, in Orlando. Uh, the Orlando show. I, I just wanted that. Like I wanted that to be. I wanted them to go back to that Money in the Bank. They did kind of, but. Not as much. I'll tell you what they could, and maybe they couldn't because Triple H couldn't be involved in that storyline because he's involved in the Batista storyline, the story which he's doing. He's carrying his own weight there. I agree. I think you just said Money in the Bank. To me, WrestleMania is missing the Money in the Bank ladder match. I know they have a pay per view, and it's one of the best they have all year. But there's two brands: there's a SmackDown brand, a Raw brand. You only have one men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Do another one at Mania, and then whatever you don't do at Mania, do at Money in the Bank. I know it's a little bit overkilled, but that match was the best match every year for a couple of years in a row when they had it at Mania. It was so much fun. And if you change this card slightly, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, Shane, O'Mac- Shane McMahon, The Miz, and AJ Styles, and 
Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Thank you. Put those six guys. Put the two cruiserweights in there too. Put them over. Get them or take two guys out of the under the giant battle royal. Put uh, Mustafa Ali, who's Ali now. Put Andrade. Put put eight guys in that match. Mm-hmm. That to me, a you're cutting out three matches, right? You're cutting out four matches, singles matches. Get those guys. That match is just so much fun, and it'd be fun to see like Shane go for the world title with the with the Money in the Bank, uh, guys like that. AJ and. Things are more fun when you have a guy with that briefcase. Maybe you have to use it between now and Money in the Bank. Like, it, it would just add so much more excitement. Let Joe win it. I mean, there's so many things you could do. If you put those eight guys together in a Money in the Bank match, I think Manny would be can't miss. Right now, there's a, it's a little on the long side. There's a lot going on. Yeah. No question. But, I mean, one of the main events, we mentioned Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. I, I think Brock is going to win. You think he's going to win. I think there's probably a lot of people that think Brock's leaving and is not going to win, but they keep having him win when people think he won't, and right. that's what I love about it. I don't know why people hate the Brock Lesnar reign. I think it's I think it's beautiful. I, I think it's great that he's not there all the time because I think it makes that title a little bit more meaningful and prestigious when it's not in the building every time because that means when it is in the building, it's like, whoa. Like, the, you can't the championship every, is in the building. You can't have every every guy do it, but you can have one, and Brock's that one guy. So I see why there's some resentment toward him, but I agree. It adds nothing. Brock, Brock's like no one else they have. He's he's the one unique person in pro wrestling. And you, one of the most unique people in pro wrestling. And you think Kofi is going to win the WWE championship? 100%. And I love the fact that that match, for a lot of reasons, and part of it's the race race history in WWE, which, which isn't great, right? Uh... Uh, African American champions, it's it's not their strong suit. Our diversity, diver, diverse champions, mm-hmm. but every time Kofi, every time Daniel Bryan gets to two and a half, two and three quarters on a pinfall, you're gonna be you're gonna be watching. That crowd will be groaning. That crowd will be so loud. I think the crowd actually peaks in that match, which I'm guessing is middle of the card. Every time Bryan gets to two and a half on a pinfall, man, do I want to see? I want to hear that crowd reaction. I can't wait. What uh, doesn't that doesn't that suck to say the WWE Championship is in the is going to be in the middle of the card? Well, there's too many titles. So I you know, have the Universal but, Champion. You have. Uh, I don't mind the women's match going last, and that's great. I think the I don't mind the women's match going last either. I think the women's match should go last. And in fact, I think I told you, was it going into Survivor Series? Was that when Becky Lynch yes. got got injured? If you remember what I told you after that, I, or, or going into Survivor Series, what I said, I said, this is a blessing in disguise for WWE. You know why? Becky Lynch is so over right now that they can't waste this match between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. They need to save it for WrestleMania. I think we even assumed at that point on that show, I'd have to go back and listen. But I do believe we assumed at one point during that show that it's probably going to be a triple threat with Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. And I go back and forth. I wish it was a one-on-one, but I know Charlotte Flair is going to add so much to the match. She's going to do a couple great spots with that moonsault. You know, I'm Char- okay with the triple yeah. threat. Usually I'm not. I agree. I'm okay with it. And it's going to lead to, if Ronda leaves, which all signs point to Ronda leaving, which I do believe, I think it's accurate, everything I've heard as well. I don't know if they can keep her till SummerSlam or she goes. What have you heard about Ronda Rousey? The family story is legit. She wants to start a family. I think if she's not pregnant, she's back at SummerSlam. I know they'd love her at SmackDown on SmackDown on Fox this October. I don't know if you can hold on to her that long. I think Brock will probably be there instead, but I think it makes sense that Charlotte is in the match because that's your next major feud. You you have the brand split next. You put Charlotte on one brand, Becky on the other, and then maybe you go the two of them again at SummerSlam. But I think it makes sense, right? You need you need those two involved together. I don't mind. It's a triple. I was disappointed at first, but I I just think that Becky has to has to beat Ronda Rousey. She and to me, 
if Ronda's going away, she's tapping. If Ronda's coming back sooner, she's going to get pinned. I think I think there's something to that. Well, regardless of how it happens or what happens, it sounds like we both agree that match should be closing out WrestleMania, which it will be. They've announced it is the main event, and it should be. I absolutely, I 110% believe it should be. I think it's a great call. Um, you know, obviously, I'm fine with Lesnar and Seth Rollins going being the second to last match. But see, I don't think you can go back to back though. I think you. Need, oh, you, you don't think you got? They're gonna. I think you need a. Oh, if you look at Vince's history, you need a buffer in between because you you know you can only stay up for so long. You come, naturally the roller coaster comes down, you come back up. So Vince, like WrestleMania six is a good example. I think that was was that Rick Rude, Jimmy Snuka in the match before, before uh, Hulk Hogan, Hogan Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Right. Um, I'm not sure, but. Uh, just for the, I guess for argument's sake, let's just say it's the second to last match. Yes. You, you then get into the WWE Championship. It sucks to say that that championship, which is probably the most prestigious title in in the business, is just buried in 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 the middle of these pay per view cards now. Especially now buried again at at WrestleMania. But something that's going on in the main event with the women's match is that they're going to unify the titles, right? Which is kind of a sign that, and you mentioned Fox, and we've talked about this the last couple times we've been together. When they go to Fox, they're moving SmackDown to Friday night. They're not going to have a brand split anymore. And that's happening in October, right? So it seems like they're making strides on on getting rid of the brand split by, if, by unifying at least one of the major belts. And if you watch the product every week, who's on which? I mean, some guys are on which? Who's on which show? Every, it's it's slowly. This is how it happens, right? And it's not a bad thing, but it's slowly. It's starting, a great thing. I hate the brand split. It's slowly becoming a, a super show again, which is again. I, I like that personally. I like the fact that you got to use guys. You got to use talent properly, appropriately. The, but the, I agree. It's 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 shifting back in that direction. I just can't see them saying to Fox, "Sorry, guys, you don't get AJ Styles, but you get Roman Reigns or USA, or you you don't get Brock, but you no. I mean, you're gonna get everybody. So I guess that leads me to the question: Are they gonna? At some point, they're going to unify the Universal and the WWE Championship. Are they? Are they not? Or, or how are they going to handle that? This company loves titles for good reason. People love to see title matches, so I don't know. But you would. They have a few months to figure it out. I'm curious with the women's match. I think it'll be a telltale sign. Who if if you, if Becky wins both belts? Like, does she keep both? Does she unify them? Does she? Do they immediately have a tournament for the? Whichever one she doesn't want, does that become a secondary title? I don't know. Like it'd be interesting if the women added an intercontinental or mid-level title because there's a lot of women's talent and the tag team titles are cool. But there's no reason the women can't have one more belt. Mm-hmm. I would rather have one more belt than have two champions. Like have a mid-card belt. There's nothing. Have a TV. Well, champion. I think they could do that if they unified. Sure. The, right. The he, Raw and SmackDown I Women's Champions. I wouldn't want two champions plus a mid. Right. I agree. Make make the world title mean a little bit more. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So I I could see, I mean I could see them unifying the Universal and the WWE Championship, and calling it you know, the, I mean it but, should just be the WWE Championship. But think that, of, that's basically I just want them to go page. back to a to to a one you know you got one guy who's the guy with the strap and who the, is it and I the, just want that one guy the Kofi Bryan match. Think of how much that that match would mean even more if that was the title match. It's not. It's one of two title matches for the, mm-hmm. on the men's side. So it's it's tough. You can't be the guy when there's two guys. Can't. Like I like that Becky's gonna be the man at the end of the night. You know she'll be she'll have both belts. Like I love that. That's perfect. Yes, that signifies she's the one. Right. She's on top of the division. The men there's gonna be two. Are, are we? Do we see Undertaker in that? That's Brock what match? I was just gonna ask you. Do we see the Undertaker like in, uh, the, do, in the what match? Where you need to. 
you can't have a taker match. Last year was so bad with Cena. They were under three minutes, and the match was bad. But you can have an appearance. I would do. You ha- I feel like I would have him in the. I would have him in the. I have not heard anything on this. Uh, I would have him in the Brock match. I'd have him cost Brock because it's some synergy to the story. The last time, and then you'd have them fight at next year's WrestleMania. No, I'd have them fight. Uh, I mean, that'd be cool, but uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, it wouldn't be the if, first time that they tease a storyline a year ahead of time. True. I think though, if Taker's on a, on a on a yearly contract, so he'll be at Mania. I think that if they do anything with Taker and and that's just speculation, if they do anything with Taker and Brock, I think Brock would lose the title and then fight Taker for a spectacle at Saudi Arabia. Do you want to know what my Undertaker theory in my own head has been? Please. Uh, this is the first time anyone's hearing it, because um, all I do is just talk to myself. And now we'll I talk to Matt Taven once a week as well on our Fantastic. other, other podcast. Congratulations, take by a the bump. way. Yeah, it's been, and I'm a huge yeah. Matt Taven main event or Ring of Honor World Ladder Match. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. He's a superstar. I sometimes sit here and wonder, what are you doing in here with me? You know what I mean? Like, why would you agree to do Two this with me? Two superstars. But, um, I mean, I'm grateful that that he wants to be a part of a show with me. So we have that other show. But I haven't even told him this theory. I haven't told anybody. I believe that The Undertaker, you know, Baron Corbin's going to get in the ring. And they're going to be ready to go when the lights go out. And the Undertaker is going to come down and take out Baron Corbin, and it's going to be Undertaker versus Kurt Angle, which would be fun. I I like that idea. I there's no way. There's zero chance. Is that, that already out there? Is that a theory already out there? Or am I? I haven't seen it. All right. There's zero chance to me though that Baron Corbin is. And Kurt. it's going to be a casket match, and Kurt Angle they put him in a casket yes. and they roll him out. Poor Kurt. I, I love Kurt. Um, Kurt's last match, well, will not be against Baron Corbin on Sunday. I think that match. I just can't see it not being John Cena. That's how they started. With Cena, that's how they're going to finish. With oh, Kurt. you think Cena's going to interrupt? I do. Well, I think Cena gets the match. I think he he. I think he beats Corbin, or they do something with Corbin. I think that's the Cena match, and Cena will make Kurt starting to look old. I love Kurt. I think he's one of my all time favorites, interview wise, in the ring wise, his story. I mean, his story is so real. Lost his dad in a terrible accident. Um, I and Kurt's been through so much. Right. The great thing about Kurt Angle, we don't talk about the 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 addiction anymore. He's he's a he's a survivor. He's he's still thriving, but I think that Kurt. I think it's John Cena in that match on Sunday. How does that go down? I don't know the whole story. Uh, what you do with it, but because it's like Cena's not. This is so weird to me that you have a WrestleMania it's in New York City, right? You, you Cena, promote it. Cena's like going to be City. there, right? And there's no Cena or Undertaker. Yeah, but the show's sold out, so you don't need to pump. You don't need to say John Cena because the show is sold out. And not that you don't need to say it, but. I mean, two greats. But to me, though, if I'm trying to if I'm trying to if I'm trying to generate interest on social media, if I'm trying to sell the network, like those are two big surprise. Look what happens at WrestleMania: John Cena out of the blue, that out, out of the darkness comes the Undertaker. Like to me, that's I think they're going to use that to their to their benefit. All right, but uh, if it's one of our two theories, that means one of the guys, one of those two guys, isn't there. And I guess that's my point. Like, to have a WrestleMania where there's no Cena or to have a WrestleMania where there's no Undertaker, that seems weird to me. That seems like somebody messed up or a negotiation went bad. I don't know that it was planned that way. I mean, wouldn't WWE want both of those guys? And wouldn't both of those guys want to be a part of it? They'll so, both, I, I think they'll both be there. You know, they'll both be there? Yes. You know? Okay. Just in different roles that we had imagined. Yeah, All right. I think it's healthy for the product, too, because Cena's, Cena will always be around. Actually, Taker has already been around, but they're both shifting away from the business. Like Taker's just at the point in his career where he can't go anymore once a year, twice a year tops. And 
Cena is try, trying to be, you know, he's doing a good job. He's trying to be a movie star. So I think that, and Cena's in New York this week, and Cena will be there. He's got the book signing. I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'll be shocked if either uh, if either one of those guys isn't at Mania. Uh, All right, that's good to hear. I'll be shocked. I was a little concerned. But that, those are two great surprises, however you use them. It could be Elias. Like, one of those guys could be in the Elias spot if they don't get The Rock to interrupt the Elias concert. And that's the plan? That's the plan. It was supposed Spoil- to be last year, spoiler. too. Couldn't get The Rock last year, though, so it's no guarantee. If you can't get The Rock for The Rock concert, well, I think you could use Take Cena in that role, too. Remember last year, too, Elias was involved with Cena, so that would make sense. Technically involved with Taker, too, because that's what happened next. So there's a couple ways they can go about it. It's funny that Elias is a heel again, but I'll be shot again. I love Elias. If you can have He's Cena. A heel. What's a heel? I know. A heel's, a heel's someone we love now. Right? A heel's like a... True. You know, I think he'd be a good We love face. the heel, and we hate the, we hate the face. <laughs> Which is why Kofi Kingston, actually, Big E, too. Like they're so such unique as baby faces when you're beloved by the crowd. It's so hard to be a popular good guy. But if you can give me or you can give us for surprises, The Rock, John Cena, and Undertaker, that's a pretty big night at WrestleMania. It is. You know what they should do? And they'd really be dropping the ball if they didn't take advantage of this, especially since he is going into the Hall of Fame. If they don't have the barber shop ready to go, set up, then I don't think we'll see it. But it would be for a backstage segment. It would be how phenom- about phenomenal an Elias barber shop segment? It would be, and you know, it's not to make light of anything because you look back at um, I think it was thirty one. They did a backstage segment with Daniel Bryan, and they had Piper in it, and and all kinds of legends, and Mean Gene. Like, unfortunately, that generation's. Guy, the wrestling still, you know, just lost me and Gene in January. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have your legend, and Beefcake's only 61, but um, when you have your legends around, I think you want to use them, right? So if they had a barbershop segment, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. I'd love it. I don't I don't see it happening, but it would be. I know those guys, they'll do the mania. They'll do the intro section or do a barbershop on Monday even. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be so much fun to have a, you got time. Mania is seven, seven hours, right? We, like. Throw in the bar show. I love that idea. We I talked about this with Matt Taven on my other podcast, Take a Bump. And, um, you know, we were going over the Hall of Fame class. And and I said, well, Brutus DeBaba Beefcake, even if he didn't even step foot in a ring ever, should go into the Hall of Fame just for having, for being part of the set that created one of the greatest careers of all time in Shawn Michaels. At the barbershop, when Shawn Michaels super kicks Marty Jannetty, turns on his partner, the rock is split up, puts Marty Jannetty through the glass, in which Bobby the Brain Heenan is yelling, you know, Jannetty's trying to escape, jumping through the glass. What a Bobby weasel. Heenan, I know. Bobby the Brain Heenan was the best. It, it was just such an iconic moment that just the fact that it happened at the barbershop, you could put Brutus the Bob Beefcake in the Hall of Fame just for, for, that. for that moment being on his set. And Sid, right? Sid Justice destroying the set uh, before WrestleMania eight that led uh, that helped build to Hogan Sid. Yeah, Barbershop had some big moments. Those shows were so much fun. I like Moment of Bliss, Alexa Bliss's show. Only yeah, they're I, trying. I like those silly shows. You know what I mean? I do too. Like they have the KO show. Yep. Uh, Miz TV, I thought was probably the best out of all of them. But they don't have great sets. Like they all, the Snake Pit had a great set. Piper's Pit had a fun- funky set. Yeah, they didn't you know do it I mean? in the ring. Yeah. They did it up on the stage. I like the sets, uh, yeah. The funeral parlor. Fantastic, uh, yeah. You know, you remember the Ultimate Warrior getting stuffed in the casket. Yeah. Jake the Snake coming in there. 
Uh, Even one with Hulk Hogan. With, Undertaker slammed his hand in the casket. Absolutely. Yeah, Hogan was, couldn't get it out. Was it the funeral pile when... Uh, no, this was probably too... On what set did did Andre the Giant rip Hulk Hogan's chain? Piper's Pit. That was Piper's Pit. Yeah. Okay. As was the Coconuts when he smashed him against Jimmy Snuka's yep, head. Yeah, Jimmy Snuka and the Coconuts. Yep. Oh, wow. Those sets were great, weren't they? If... Take a bump goes ever goes on a broadcast. I would have need, a nice set. You'd need a nice set. I would yeah. have a nice set. They, I mean, they should technically Ring of Honor should let me set up right at the show at Madison Square Garden and let me do a five minute segment and maybe you know hit someone with a super kick. But if know, they, I'll, I'll go through a table. The best. Prop- they want to have someone. Give me one of their guys. Who do they want? Have them come out. Put me through a table real quick. Give me a good. Give me a quick set. The best prop you can have for that set <laughs> is a Ring of Honor World Title. Right at the centerpiece of the table uh, with with Matt Taven. Oh yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll see. We'll get to that. We let's stick with let's stick with what what you just said again, which was what you think is the top story of the week. And you, if you had to write about it, you'd say it was Brock Lesnar. Um, and, and and then obviously as we watch it play out, you know, you'll see the women's match and the show. People will question the future of Ronda Rousey. Yep. Uh, Kofi's a big story. You think he's going to win it? Uh, Undertaker, John Cena. You think we'll see both of those guys? Rock, I don't know, but that'd be a big story. So a lot, of, a lot of different angles at Mania. I think the in the fun thing about WrestleMania is the card's not their best on paper, but these guys, like to me, thirty-one. You know what though? Example. I feel like we thirty-one is going to deliver. This match is always like, good. I feel like we always think that, in don't we? Ma- yeah, don't we always think that? And and you know what? I can't wait for. I think the one match I want to see more than anything is AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Like I'm, I'm Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio. I agree. There's so many people. Matches are going to surprise us. They're going to be good. The, the four way tag team. Like match. you get the Miz and, and Shane McMahon. Like what's Shane McMahon going to do this year? You know he's thinking about doing something crazy. And it's a, it's hope, a what is Shane it? Wins. It's a false count anywhere match. Correct. Which, which I means don't that love you know for the live audience, but you know where he's going. He's up on the stage somewhere. Where jumping isn't off. he going? Right. He's jumping off the stage. Or oh, they're going to have some funky stage set up somewhere then where he's going to jump off. off. I do like the. Uh, I've always been a fan of Shane putting guys over because he's got such a role to do it. I actually want him to win, and Shane to go after Kofi. I think that'd be because the whole Vince Kofi story. I hope it doesn't end when Kofi wins the belt. Like I'd love Shane to go at. Shane doesn't go after titles. Doesn't go to the WWE title. Like it'd be so much fun a McMahon going after that title. Throw Daniel Bryan in the mix. That'd be such a fun storyline. Is this Shane McMahon taking over for Vince? Like like I I know. I, I shouldn't say that Shane hasn't been in a major role. He has. But when you think of Vince McMahon, you think of... You kind of think of the Attitude Era, right? You don't think of Vince McMahon, the play-by-play guy. Right. Shane, right? Shane too, I think of the Attitude Era. Um, but, but I'm talking about just Vince. You think of the Attitude Era. He was, a you know, the bad guy out there mixing it up. He's doing this stuff with The Miz. I think of him as that Vince from the Attitude Era. And I wonder, like... Vince is now taking on the XFL, uh, and he's selling all this stocks, getting all this money for Alpha Entertainment. Uh, he's been on TV, but I wonder if, the, you know, there was sometimes he's been on TV recently where I'm like, oh, is this his last hurrah? You know what I mean? Like, is he kind of, this is the last time you're going to see me on TV? Sort of bit. And and now it's Shane, Shane turning heel here. This is his moment to take over that role. He They're going to, at some point, make him the guy of the company and he's going to be well, the Shane, Vince from the Attitude Era. Shane's just an on-air performer, too, so you'll be curious. Like, What happens next is the big question. If Vince is, is ever in a position where he's not running that company, who runs the company? You would think it'd be Stephanie and Triple H, Paul Levesque. 
Are you talking about on the screen or, or behind the scenes? Behind the scenes. You're talking about behind the scenes. You think? I think Shane. I don't know. I think that I love the fact he's a heel again. He's had a good run. He was what a babyface for three years. It's a long time in 2019 to be a good guy. I like the fact I loved his opening promo that said everybody wants something from me. I'm looking out for myself now, which I, I like the Shane promo. I'd like to see him go for the title. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that you could make Kofi look really good that way. You could build the Miz story. Miz gets him back. You could have a world title picture of Miz, Kofi, Brian, and Shane. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? What else? We I think we I think we pretty much nailed everything. Well, Finn Balor. That's kind of he's kind of buried the in the middle of this yeah, card, know, right? I he's know. gonna be the demon. I think they're probably just doing that to get him to stick out somehow. That's my and, prediction and, and for opening, remembered and, opening and match. And be remembered and known. Um, right, you know, he, he's going to win. I, I'm going to pick that as my opening match of the card. It's funny. You got Shinsuke Nakamura, who was fighting for the WWE Championship in a major feud that we all wanted to see last year with AJ Styles. And he's kind of, is he going to be on, is he even going to be on the main card or is he going to be on the pre-show? Right. And with it, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I wouldn't mind seeing them get the belts because Rusev was so popular last year, too. It's another guy. It's like, can we throw them together? But I, there's so much more they can do with Nakamura. I think you go into the faction era with, with Nakamura. Have him start his own brand, uh, you know, own group. Something to make him different. I know that uh, it looks like Gallows and Anderson are leaving the company. They would have made sense with their history of New Japan. But there's got to be something you can do with Nakamura. He's such a special talent. I would, I would forget the fact that you're billing him as a mid-card guy and have him go after Brock. I think Nakamura Brock would be so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have Nakamura win necessarily, but I well, they had a feud in Japan way back in the day. That'd be a great story, right? didn't they? I believe when Brock was there. I don't yeah, know. I think, but Shinsuke was really young. young you should yeah. go. You should look that up at some point. I'm pretty sure I watched YouTube matches a couple years ago between. And and I'm showing my inner loser in, in me right now, right? Like, Danny, you're, you're a loser. Like, why would you ever... Why are you going back to watch New Japan matches from the... F- from when? I mean, 2000? Like, late 90s, maybe? <laughs> like, is that is that how far back I had to go? How old is Shinsuke Nakamura? 2006, they did have a match. They yeah. did? Yeah. Fantastic. Is Shinsuke Nakamura was... At I, know that... what, I know what I'll be watching tonight. Yeah, no, yeah. go watch it. Um, I remember watching it going, oh, wow, I didn't know they feuded. So, you know, there you go. I mean, you could add that. But it's just, it's funny to look at, it's funny to look at the card and, uh, you know, you could see guys that were in major spots last year. You know, Roman Reigns. He's fighting Drew McIntyre. Brock was just like, so do you even care about that match? Like, right. I don't. I think you care about it if McIntyre wins. I think you also care about it if Roman comes out during the main event. If, if, if Brock hurts Seth to the point where he can't compete anymore, which isn't a good look for Rollins. Or you got to squeeze Roman into that, main, into that title match. Because if you put Roman in, it's a reverse of 31. But you said you, you think they're going to put Undertaker there. You could. You could put Taker with, uh, with Elias. There's so yeah. many things they could do. I'd love to see Roman walk away from WrestleMania with a universal title. The one year the crowd would pop for him to win... He's not in that spot. Um, then Braun Strowman, like what's he in the Battle Royal? I and I know Brock gets uh, Braun gets forgotten about of these manias. It feels like I don't think he wins that match. I think he's doing the SNL thing. Somehow he gets eliminated. I hope he doesn't win because you got to give that to somebody. I don't, who can who can benefit from winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? It's not Braun. Braun's fine. I would have gone Brock. I would have gone Brock Braun at Mania. Personally, I'm surprised I, no, they didn't. No, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't do that. It's his time for the to wear the belt. Strowman, absolutely. Oh no, I don't think so. Oh, I'm not. I, I, I mentioned, hope they haven't missed I mention him, but I. That's we disagree big time on. I on think Braun he should be Strowman. world champ. He's there week to week. I feel it, like he belongs with the Saturday Night Live crew, and I don't believe the Saturday Night Live crew belongs involved anywhere near WrestleMania. You know, I, I look at that and I go, 
wow, like if they're going to have those two guys make an appearance at a major event like this, maybe one day I there's a likelihood I could somehow make an appearance at like a a, a house show or something like a. Well, I think <laughs> like what what how, why do they get those two guys? Jimmy involved? Fallon was the first choice, I believe. It didn't work, but I I mean SNL they're promoting the event as New York. SNL is synonymous with New York. I'm not a, I mean, I don't watch every week, but I, I think SNL is funny. I think these guys are good. Their weekend updates, weekend update hosts are always a big part of that show. What Chevy Chase did it, uh, Norm Macdonald did it, right? A lot, I mean, a lot of legends of comedy did it. I, I actually have no problem with it. I think it's, I think it's goofy. To me, it's like silly pro wrestling stuff that I enjoy. So I have no problem with it personally. I mean, they're not going to win, and I, I, I hope they cost Braun the match because again, somebody else should win that match. Mm. Give it to Jeff Hart. I, I don't know. Give it to a young guy. Give it to Andrade. Give it to, I don't know, Ali. Somebody needs to win that Yeah, because what does him winning that match do? Right. He's already, right. Braun's Braun on Monday regardless yeah. of what happens in Mania. Uh, all right. Somebody else can use it. So that, I mean, that pretty much sums it up, what we have. You know. Thank I, you for having me. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying the WrestleMania card. I'm kidding. You broke a story. You broke a couple stories this week. Brutus DeBaba Beefcake going to the Hall of Fame. We already kind of talked about him. Um. Uh, we'll get to the other story you broke, but real quick in the Hall of Fame, they get it right? I think so. It was a, t- a unique Hall of Fame because they flipped the NXT show with the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame now goes head-to-head with the Madison Square Garden show, Ring of Honor New Japan. You need to have name value because WWE's stars are just so worldwide, right? Like Okada's one of the best wrestlers in the world, but I don't know if the average w- the run-of-the-mill WWE, uh, you know, you're... I don't know if the WWE audience all knows Okada. Like when you... When you WWE is just a di- that machine behind them is so strong. So you put Bret Hart on the card, on oh, the Hall of Fame, the Bill. You put Booker T there. You put Shawn Michaels, Triple H. You get an undercard with the with Beefcake. You get Tory Wilson. I think they got it right. I mean, to me, it was funny when we posted the Brutus Beefcake story on Monday. We broke that story that he was the last inductee in the Hall of Fame for the class of 2019. I thought it was interesting when people would resp- reply, they should have put this guy in instead. Hey, there are a lot of guys that deserve to go in. Rick Martel, the British Bulldogs. I mean, the, Owen Hart, right? There's a lot of guys that, that belong in the Hall of Fame. But Beefcake, Ed Leslie can't answer the phone and be like, ah, thank you, but can you put this guy in instead? I think it was a good choice. You, to me, the Hall of Fame, when best done, is is a wrestling card. And they've got an opening, they've got a middle, they've got a main event. I think it's perfect. DX, it's funny, they got Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. It's they, on, they they belong together. I mean, they just can't get away from each other. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah. so I'm looking forward to that picture. I'm not going to the Hall of Fame. I'll be at MSG, but I'm looking forward to that picture backstage of in their tuxes, Brett and Sean. It has to happen. The Hot Foundation, but just Brett Hot and Jim the Anvil Night Hot. Why just them two? I mean, I I think look the obvious. We know the obvious, but but I mean, you could still do like you know in memory and and add them to it and put. You know what I mean? I think it's a bad look, though. Put when their you do, pictures on the on the screen. Do, when you do multiple deceased people, I don't think it's a good look, just for the company. And unfortunately, Owen has passed. A terrible accident. Brian Pillman, the Anvil, uh, Bulldog. I, I I don't know if they want necessarily that to be associated. I think they'll all go in in time. Oh, you do? I, I, I do. Owen's interesting because, um, you know, you... That was such a terrible tragedy, mm. and I know the wife, uh, his wife Martha Hart, has been against that. But he's got a documentary, not WWE related, coming out soon. Maybe that'll start. Mark Henry's on record as saying he wants to make that his mission. You know, mending the fence to get a win in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure they can make it work at some point. I think Bulldog goes in at some point. His son's in the business and is fantastic. Uh, his daughter's still a big advocate of his work as well. I I think it's nice that Anvil's going in. To me, it's a start, right? Like. 
I'm okay with it. You're starting with the Hart Foundation, and they they love Natalia. I'm sure it means a lot to her. Not that her dad's not a Hall of Famer. Jim the Anvil is a Hall of Famer. I just think it made sense to start with Brett and Anvil. Mm-hmm. I there's one person I don't think should be, and in. that's how it started. Brett and Anvil, right? Like it's the yeah. Hart Foundation started with those two, with Jimmy Hart, of course. But like that, you think Hart Foundation original? It's the pink and black attack. It's Brett and Anvil. There's one person I I I look at and I go, "Oh, you letting him in just because we remember him and he was a character." Um, then why, H- uh, HTM? Then Come on, why don't we just let every character? Honky Tonk Man's as a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I think so. I mean, he that intercontinental title run is iconic. Oh, uh, what he's had it longer than anyone. Yeah, just he's he's eighties wrestling. The Honky Tonk Man. He was he was silly. He was. Is it four hundred and fifty four days? Is that did I, I get that right? So. Four hundred fifty four. Yeah. How big of a loser am I? <laughs> I, not, I do you know the, I'm not reading that? I love the Honky Tonk Man and. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I, I don't know. I, I like I like the card. I think. See, here's my here's my my beef. It's he's like, a, oh, he's, he's a, a memorable character, right? What is the Hall of Fame? It's 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 recognition for guys' careers. I'm happy for everybody that got in. No, and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying Honky Tonk Man didn't have a, a very good professional wrestling career. It's like, and I'm not saying he wasn't entertaining. But I mean, if we're putting guys in just because we remember their character, then like I remember, and I said this to Matt. On our other show, and like, I remember the Repo Man. We're not putting the Repo Man in. Like, no, but they should put Barry Darso in a smash demolition. <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever go in. They deserve demolition, and that was kind of heartbreaking too when they showed the Heart Foundation highlights. You gotta show Heart Foundation demolition. That was great. Like, I love that feud. Multiple times is the Heart Foundation is the bad guys, demolition is the good guys, and then SummerSlam '90 that two out of three falls the match that the Legion of Doom gets involved and the hearts go over and when and I love that my brother and I love that match. I remember in Brett's book Brett being kind of irritated that like they couldn't beat them clean on their own. They needed the Road Warriors' help, but I, I love that match. Demolition belongs in. I think I don't think you're giving the Honky Tonk is is due justice. He no? was big with that. Um, I mean the Mega Powers to me one of the Hogan's best stories of all time. That was a. Uh, you know, involved the honky tonk man because he wanted to smash the guitar. Well, that, he, the, threw, he threw, threw Elizabeth at the, the ground. The Hot Foundation was actually involved in that too, as well. Yeah, I like the fact. I just obviously you wish Anvil was there. You wish they did this a year ago, um, unfortunately. But you know, I, I think Honky Tonk's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, I love him and the Colonel together. Uh, Jimmy Hart actually also a big part of the Hall of Fame, right? The Hart Foundation, Honky Tonk. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's done it all. Actually, managed Beefcake at WrestleMania nine too, right? The Mega Maniac. So Jimmy Hart, kind of in the background, always made his guys look great. All right, so you broke the news of Brutus the Baba Beefcake going in. Um, you also broke the news of good old JR, Jim Ross, leaving WWE to go to AEW. I think it's a great choice. I think he's a signature voice of pro wrestling. I think you think of wrestling broadcasters. And I don't think it's a bad thing that he left WWE for Michael Cole because WWE can't have Ross around. It's hard to have Jim Ross around. Well, he's not even doing anything with WWE, I right? Know, but when he, the last, he had that two-year deal that just expired, it's hard to have JR around because you want Michael Cole to be the voice of WWE. So I get why they didn't use him a whole lot. I still think they should have used him more. But I think that AEW found the right guy in Jim Ross. Jim's got a lot to prove at 67. He's, I think he's motivated. I think he wants to make this work. I think he's going to be better here than he's been with his last couple positions. I just think he's got a lot on the line, which is funny for a legend. He's got a lot on the line. He's going to want to make this work in out in May at all, uh, all in double or nothing. I think it's I think it's a great fit. I think he's excited to be back in the game. I think Jim needs wrestling, and I do think wrestling needs him. Yeah, I I said in the intro, or I asked, I, I I threw the question out. 
if some AEW guys, if they're somewhat disappointed that they cannot partake in what is happening in New York City this weekend at any level. Because the Bucks, Cody. Hangman Page. Hangman. Sure. Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. They helped. Brandy Rhodes. I mean, yeah, They sure. helped build what is going to be happening Saturday night at Madison Square Garden with the G1 Supercard, Ring of Honor, and New Japan Pro coming together. And um, I, I guess I, I try to put myself, this is what I do on, on this show, on my other shows. I try to put myself in people's shoes. And I feel like if I'm one of those guys, I'm not mad at anybody, but I'm disappointed. There's a part of me that's disappointed I cannot take part in what's going on. To me, they have already they already stole a headline today with the JR signing. They had a great uh, the Road to Double or Nothing video where they talked about their broadcast team. Uh, I think that that's a big story. That was the biggest story of the day, in my opinion. The JRs with AEW. That's nice of you. Not because <laughs> not because whomever I'm whom, busting your balls. Ever wrote it? it I'm busting it's your not balls. me. The dirtiest, no, it is. I, I agree with you. The I'm dirtiest, busting your balls. The dirtiest secret in writing is it's it's all about your subject, right? Like wrestling, we've got a, a, a colorful, rich subject. Um, but I think that. Yeah, I look back to August, and it's kind of a blur because the flight was so long, and the flight home was just torture uh, with the food, and the, there, were, there were no subtitles in the videos. When I went to Tokyo this summer for the G1, mm-hmm. one of the questions that they had just announced uh, in back in the States that the MSG card had sold out, and I was with the Bucks that night, got to ask them about that, and they, I said, do you guys mind taking an extra question away from the media scrum, which out of respect. I was the only one speaking English anyways. So my, my questions were taken away from the, the recording. Anyways, they were, they were thrilled. They said they deserve it. The talent is, that is on that card is, is going to make the most of it. I think they're okay with it. I think they've, they knew that they were, they've already accepted the fact they wouldn't be there. I guess somebody could show up at Joey Janela's show. I don't think they will. I think they know that what they have in store is going to be big. It's coming uh, right now on the bill for StarCast is StarCast 2. Kurt Angle is going to be there. They got a Bret Hart interview. Um, Taker was, we, we broke that story too. The Taker would be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they they know the bet the best move for them right now is to sit tight, marshal their resources, keep building a buzz, and go from there. I, I think that's their best, in their best interest. Maybe, I mean, as a competitor, you want to compete, right? Like you want to be on that show. Cody's done MSG enough times. Um Maybe a little bit, but I think they know what they have in store for Vegas in May is going to be huge. Uh, I'll get. I have a couple more AEW questions, but I I think that, you know, they the ring of current Ring of Honor New Japan guys who are in the event Saturday night they they deserve, you know, to to be talked about first. It's, you know, that's a that's a special night. I mean, I don't know that I don't know that it's getting enough credit for how big of a deal that is for a non WWE company. The weekend of WrestleMania on a Saturday night to have sold out that building, which in the past has been a historic WWE, WWF building. This is the first card. This is the first. Right, right. Right. Which is actually good for WWE because it just brings, say you go for the Ring of Honor show, you go for New Japan, you're probably sticking around for Mania, I would think. Right. I think it, I think it, it adds, it's going to add to their total. I'm not. Yeah, but I, I mean, I would, I, well, I, I also can't get into WrestleMania. I don't have any way to get in. Maybe I could, could you help me with a media pass? Maybe could you help me do that? See what I can do for you. I think though, most people, Danny are, are, if you're there, you want to be part of it, right? I mean, mania is the, mania is the signature show. It's hard to say you went and didn't go to mania in general, right? I think that if you're going out there for a bunch of shows, you'd love to close it out with mania. All things, all things being equal. I do think it's a big thing. 
to me, the big thing is, though, can they sell it out without WWE WrestleMania weekend? Like, that, to me, can you get people to travel? I think they could have anyways because it's a destination weekend. I mean, the big thing is, can you can – you, WWE, uh, they tour all the time. So it's less exclusive, less special. But to me, can you get – can you sell the show out? I think they could have sold it out on a non-WWE weekend. Yeah. It's still special, though, for sure. My voice cracks. It's still special. So congratulations you, to them. You, I think the card's you're great. You're getting emotional over I am there. Getting emotional. <laughs> I think the ca- card is great. Lucha AAA is doing a show in September. That'll be interesting at Madison Square Garden. I don't know. I mean, I think that – and the show's got to deliver. And I think the show, if we're segueing into that, the show will deliver. you got to give a memorable moment that people never forget. I think the ladder match helps. But I think that if you see the IWGP heavyweight title change hands on American soil – that's big, and I think that's the main event. So you think, think Okada wins the IWGP Heavyweight Title which is from also, Jay White? Which is also why I think that the Ring of Honor title does not change hands. It's hard to change two major titles. So in you, one so night. you got the so Jay Lee. They'll close win. out the show probably with G, um, Okada, Jay White. White, and Okada for the IWGP Championship, which would make back to back transition champs in New Japan, which almost never happens. But. I was going to say they've been changing that championship. A lot more recently. I mean, the fact that... Tanahashi's first title you know, Kenny Omega had it. I was surprised to see Jay White with it. I just can't see... And I like the fact they're trying to make the next AJ Styles book a leader in Jay White. I oh, I like Jay White. White. I do too. Switch I'm with. glad that he has it. I I'm agree. not trying to knock him for that. I'm just surprised that they made those transitions so quick with three or four guys right. in a matter of, what, a year and a half, right? And they sort of needed to, though. Kenny left after Wrestle Kingdom, right? So you needed to get, in, you needed to get the belt off him. So Tanahashi wins. They'd made the decision not to do Tanahashi Okada at Madison Square Garden. I think they're just trying to hold on to that match because the more you see it, the more con- – that was my first – That what I got tipped off was MSG was Okada-Tanahashi. Great main event, right? But instead they're going to go Tanahashi-Zack Sabre. Something else to consider too, Tanahashi and Okada don't lose. Don't both lose on the same card. So I think if you want to get an idea of which way the Okada match is going to go, if Tanahashi loses to Sabre – there is no doubt in my mind that Okada wins that title. That's for the Rev Pro uh, British Heavyweight Championship. Okada, uh, excuse me, Tanahashi, Zack Sabre Jr. So that match is earlier in the card. If Tanahashi loses that match, put all your money on Okada. Okay. So little little insider. Um, how about? I don't even know if you can get uh, that uh, show. Well, how about the triple threat ladder match for the Ring of Honor World Championship? Matt Taven, Marty Skrull. And Jay Lethal, you think that Jay Lethal will retain the title? I do, and it, it wouldn't hurt Skrull and it wouldn't hurt Taven because they're not getting pinned. So I think it's one of those matches where everybody can look good. You got a ladder match. It's going to be special. It's at MSG. We go back 25 years to the first WrestleMania ladder match. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. <laughs> On that card where the, uh, the tag team title match, kind of a dud. It was Men on a Mission versus the Quebecers. I like I, as a kid. I like the Quebecers a lot. One of the Quebecers is PCO, who's on the card for Ring of Honor he in the tag team is title a match. Not by the way. Who will? I, I hope he's all right. I, you know he's going to do something insane, fall on his head, do this, do that, at uh, on on Saturday night. You hope whatever it is. He says he's superhuman. Nobody's superhuman, Matt. But uh, I hope that he doesn't kill himself on Saturday. But that's fascinating. Twenty five years later, here he is at, at a relevant MSG show in the, as a tag team champion crazy but i think that the title the ladder match is going to be special because you can make all three guys look amazing you can still keep the belt on jay they have that jay the ring of honor champion defends the roh world title in israel in a week and a half two weeks i would be shocked if that wasn't jay representing the company jay's their guy didn't leave for aew jay's proudly carrying the banner of ring of honor 
I think Matt Taven is the guy that knock him off his perch and win the title, just not on Saturday night. Just not on Saturday night. I keep telling Matt, I'm like, you know, hey, if you need someone to interfere. What about a run-in? If you need someone to run in and help you out, you know, they'll be listening to I'd the show. It. They'll be listening to the show the next day. Why not just do it anyways? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, they put you me. You got to wear a ticket right, bump shirt. No, he's, he's put me up top. He, he, he knows what I'm thinking. I'm going to hop the gate and he'll be able to get, get me out of it. Um, and, and I'm going to help him. You know, he, he can do it on his own. What happens if he does? I believe he can do it on his own. You get thrown in prison for that or just thrown out of the building? Um, I think he'll probably get put into prison. Just for a night? I'll do it for the mugshot. And if he can win the title, if I, I'll help him win the title. Do they he, doesn't, have... he, he doesn't need my help, but, you know, you never know. Villain Enterprises, they could come down. And I, you know, I just let him know, like, if that's interference, you know, I know you got the kingdom. I can't I know you got. I know you got uh, Vinny Marcellia and TK Orion that could come down and help you out, but, you know, someone's got to then take care of of lethal and you could go, that's when you can go up and get the, and get the belt. So I could hop over real quick, hit lethal with the super kick and go back up to my front row seat. But he's not put me in the front row. They got me in, up in the in a oh, club smart, suite. Right. So he's going to take time to get in the ring somewhere. Yeah. Cause you go to attack the ring when they're all out of the ring. Yeah. Grab the belt, give it a man. I got to be sneaky about it. Yeah. But I, I would think if, if you get arrested, uh, thankfully I've never been arrested. I would think you need a hearing the next day. I don't know if they do hearings on Sunday. You might definitely miss Mania because you'd be behind bars for the night. Yeah. So well, something it's to not going to happen. I'll be up in the in a suite. Um, tough life, Danny, sipping huh? on a sipping on a Bud Light or something. You know, it's a tough it's a tough life. See, I'm during WrestleMania. They actually serve WWE. Always serves a good. It's it's usually the same thing. It's like mac and cheese and uh, Caesar salad or like grilled chicken. I think it's great. It's just something to look forward to every year. But I'm a big. Uh, I love when they bring out the desserts because like at that point in the night, you need to, you know my tea and my honey. You're point. talking about like as a me- as a media. Yeah. Oh, they get they do feed you. Have to. We're there for fifteen hours. Huh. They're for the there for the whole day. Yeah, it's usually been mac and cheese, which I mean I'm not gonna Where's your media seat? Do you just sit in like what what the press regular row. press row? Yeah. Yeah. So which, up behind in New Orleans was, you know, in the sky it was so high. Yeah. Um, but it is what I it is. I don't know where it is at MetLife. Didn't cover in twenty nine. My first mania covering was was I'd been to Manias before, but covering was thirty one. That stadium was beautiful. The one in San Fran uh, not in Santa Clara, the Niner Stadium. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, 32 was Dallas kind of a mess just people everywhere uh, they tried to go typical Dallas they wanted to go big huge this yeah. that uh, of course what was 33 33 was Orlando Orlando that was, that was a good spot yeah that was a good spot they were Orange Bowl whatever they call it now mm-hmm. 34 was New Orleans which was so high but it was still a good show that was fun I'd love to go to the ring before the show get my, my one picture I posted like my one Facebook picture a year but last year was fun I'm taking my, my dumb picture to post and send to my parents by the ringside and, you know it, it's it's a thrill to cover did they let you down near the ring before I just go I mean okay yeah it's so early in the night see here's but what you gotta do Cena was right next to me so I got that picture of Cena because remember you bought a ticket and sat in the crowd at that point it was so early in the night that it, I mean you want to keep your ear to the ground anyways I got a good shot of John and I'm you know I don't want to say short because I'm I'm 5'7 5'8 5'9 5'10 5'7 but I got the picture reached up and got a good picture of John sitting in his chair because Cena was in the crowd last year remember yeah so but do you no I guess do you before anyone is even let in the building do you, as a media member, get to walk down and get to the ring? No, but there's people you know. in, but it's like it's it's so early in the night that it's it's pretty thin the crowd at that point. I was gonna say you could get down there and like get near the ring, like and I'll have say, someone take a picture of you pointing up to the WrestleMania side. Like that would be, yeah, you know that would be cool. I um That's I usually cool. do a picture. It's like my one tradition at Mania. I'll take my one picture because again, my face Facebook's like friends. I usually don't post it on Twitter. I should, but um, yeah, you should. I should, yeah. Post I mean, it. That's a you fun. Post it. That's a fun hey, thing for Facebook. You, you mentioned one of the WrestleManias you couldn't think of 
what number it was and wh- where it was. And you know why? They don't put the number next to it anymore. Next to the logo. I hate that. Yeah. They stopped doing it maybe like five years ago. It's a brand. It's it's the brand they want you to know. Right, right, right. It's WrestleMania. I like the Roman numerals. Give me the Roman numerals. It's funny. I posted the... It's funny that you say that the WrestleMania series podcast, like I, I put up the link today with JR, and I argued with myself, this is stuff that we do. Should I put 14 in Roman numerals or just spell out 14? I'm like, ah, nobody's going to care. I'll just put 14. But I agree. I love the Roman numerals. They got to go back to it. And... I'm sorry, you can do it because the NFL does. The Super Bowl is pretty yep. big. It's a pretty big brand, and they do Roman numerals, mm-hmm. and they do it for weird numbers in the you know. Of course, you can. Yeah, now do it's like L. You know, neck. Yeah, it's L I I I. Single numbers are easy. I guess single digits are easy because it's a V for five, and yeah, of course, it's an X for ten. But I love the Roman numerals. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm sure they'll come back to it for forty. They should. You know why? Because we I, we say things on this episode that there's no doubt. They're taking notes right there's now. No doubt. You laugh. They are, they are hearing, you know, they're hearing. Flashing lights when they see the uh, yep. Picard Barrasso. The McMahons, so. they, know, they know to listen to this episode of the Danny Picard Show before every major pay-per-view, and then they make adjustments accordingly. So you got Madison Square Garden, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Any surprises we should expect for that outside of the things we talked about, which are the major matches? I mean, is there anything that you're going to have your eye out for? I mean, do you think... Let me ask I you don't this. think we'll see anybody jump brands like uh, Monday Night War type style because no, guys got to give their notice in 90 is there, days. And... and maybe this brings us into the AEW conversation. Would have been fun to see Mike, uh, former a guest of your show, Mike Canellas, Mike Bennett. Would have been fun to see him help like the run-in, him do the run-in and, and, yeah. and, and allow Matt to win the title, but he's still under WWE contract. So I don't think those shows will be based off their surprises. I think they'll be based off the guys who brought them there. I do think WWE will have some surprises at WrestleMania. Um. But I'm interested in, do you think New Japan or Ring of Honor will ever work with AEW? I'm sure AEW would like to. And if they did ever work with them, would we know about it ahead of time? Or would they surprise us at some event like the G1 Supercard? I think there'd be a press release ahead of time. You think they would, yeah? I do. I think that New Japan is pretty comfortable. Like, New Japan's about trust. And I don't know. I just, not that AEW is not going to be phenomenal. I think AEW is going to run on their own. I mean, they're, they're already partnering with AAA. They're partnering with a lot of different groups. Um, but I don't necessarily think in 2019, I think throughout 2019, you'll see the New Japan Ring of Honor relationship stands, you know, stay strong. I don't stay resolute. I don't think you'll see any changes to that relationship this year. Because wouldn't it be something if, you know, they, they decided to work together with AEW, we didn't know, and all of a sudden, you know, the elite, at MSG, the elite oh, shows up and and, and helps Marty Skrull, and maybe they don't nec- ultimately help him win, but they make an appearance and try to. Even if you're not, Dan, it's such a great idea. Even if they're not working, you know, as partners, wouldn't you want that though? Like that's great for AEW. If Kenny and the Bucks and Cody came out and helped Marty win, and, and hey man, Brandy Rhodes, bring them all out, have them caught. Like, wouldn't you want that? Like that's everybody wins. It's one of those things where everybody wins. I don't think it'll happen, but mm-hmm. I think it would be phenomenal. And you do one by one, right? There's Matt Jackson, there's Nick, there's Cody, there's Kenny, there's... Yeah, do it. Like, that's great. I think that would be... Even if they're not partners, per se, sure, that that gives buzz to your MSG show, that gives buzz to AEW, there's no losers. Any news on AEW? Where are they at right now? They got the Double or Nothing pay-per-view in May in Las Vegas. Um, TV starting... They announced another show, uh, what was... Jacksonville in July? Yep. Um, but when when is their TV all starting? In two, uh, all in's the uh, same Chicago holiday weekend in end of August. September. Oh, they're having an, a second all in, all in two. Right, all out. I forget what they're calling. Oh, it. I don't, I don't I know. Should know. 
I don't know. That's the September show. Yeah. But they. But my point is this. Regardless of what they're called, yes. they have other events ready to go outside of Double or Nothing. TV will start once SmackDown moves to Smack. Once SmackDown moves to Fridays on Fox. Tuesday night's the perfect night for wrestling. So it's Tuesday Friday. night Dynamite, guaranteed. I don't know what they're calling it that. Do you know what TV station? No, I don't. I don't. I've heard. I've heard different things. I've heard they'd love to keep the lineage with TBS going because you, you know, six oh five pro wrestling on TBS, which would be cool. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to keep uh, focusing on that story, mm-hmm. but I don't have a definite answer. But I, they'll be televised for sure. All right. Um, but I mean, I mean, they're really not a. I, I know they have all these signings and everything, but but it's just strange that. You know, they're not, those guys aren't really wrestling right now. Like, yeah. they don't really well, have they, a product until they get that double and other paper. surprise appearances. I agree with that. Um, actually, another big story tonight out of Massachusetts is the Beyond Wrestling Show. They're going to do a weekly live independent wrestling show, which I think is a big deal just because you can, Beyond Wrestling is a launch pad. You should go to, we should go to one of those shows together. Beyond such a great launch pad for guys in the business. Now you get a weekly platform where they're going to be on independent wrestling TV. They'll be on Fight TV as well. Uh, tonight they have like SoCal Fight, Fight TV. I don't know if you've heard, but um, I am going to be part of the Fight TV network. Fantastic. My other show, Take a Bump with Matt Taven. We have been picked up by Fight TV. It's great news. So you'll be able to watch the video simulcast of the podcast every week on the Fight TV app. I think it was Dennis and Callahan when they simulcast the show. I'm like, why would I ever want to watch this? And then I remember being like, it was it was appointment television every morning. I'm like, I can't stop watching this. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that I don't know why it's. I, I'm, I'm that being said, I'm really excited for it. I watch Felger and Maz on TV. If you like listening to something, I think you enjoy watching it even more. In most cases, I can't wait to see you guys on screen too. I love the show. I think Matt's great. I think you guys are a good tag team, and I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go far. So yeah, when, we when got the, Fight TV, but you get Beyond Wrestling. Yeah, they uh, weekly show Wednesday nights out of the Electric Haze in Worcester. Great idea. Drew Cordero's brilliant. You should have him on sometime too. I can I can make the connection. See, I don't know enough about it, to be honest. Yeah, but the idea that here's this wrestling independent wrestling group, you have no business doing an online show every week. Uh that's you're gonna put out a lot of money to make this work. I think it's gonna change the it it could. It has the potential to change how we view independent wrestling. They looking for any play by play guys? I know the play by play guy. He probably wouldn't like me saying that, that they're looking for somebody. I'm sure they're looking for talent anywhere they can find course you, you want, know i you i, I threw people. my hat in that ring recently that's right i called an event northeast wrestling for northeast wrestling i always want to say new england wrestling because i see the n-e-w Don't but northeast wrestling they must hate they must hate when people do that right they must hate when people say new england i think i might have done it by accident but on, i love the, on the broadcast i love that synergy matt taven's first match was 09 against viscera mabel in northeast wrestling Danny Picard's first foray into wrestling was a Northeast wrestling. That's right. Show. I called the Jerry the King Lawler match, and then uh, I called. I'm one... sorry, Lawler's matches are so much fun. I, I've seen a million of them. I still want to watch them. Like his matches are goofy. They're silly. They're, you know, I think I to see the pile driver, right? To see the punches. Jerry's obviously he's honing I mean, his craft. He, he didn't do the pile driver. No, no, he didn't hit the mat. I don't think. They were. He, well, was he, just he gives the pile driver. Didn't take it. Chopping. No, he wasn't giving it either. I don't think he was falling like that. He was just punching and, and chopping. But it wasn't just Jerry Lawler. We had a run in from Bully Ray. A lot of uh, fun. Who will? Who will? I'm Bubba sure. Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, who will shine? I, in I Madison always confuse Bully Ray Dudley. I confuse the names. Right. Um, I wasn't expecting it. You know, I thought maybe I'd get a little tip off by by the crew. 
They didn't want to tip off the play-by-play guy. Is that something that how it works? You don't tell the play-by-play guy everything that's going on. I want. I thought maybe well, I would. You're still get an tipped out, off. You're still an outsider there. You know, you gotta you gotta get in, inside those walls. But that was uh, that was a cool moment. I did that, so I threw my hat in that ring. I'm just kidding about if that company's looking for a play-by-play guy. I just wanted to use that as a way to. Segway if you didn't, in. if you didn't know, that's what I have done recently. I've I've tested out my my what'd play-by-play you, skills. What'd you think? I think I got better as the event went on. I think it's good to obviously have somebody with you that knows what's going on because Matt Taven actually did the color commentary for me. Which is perfect for you two to build what you guys are doing together. It makes a lot of sense. No, it was cool. I would definitely do it again. I think that I would like to get, um, and this this is on me, I would like to have more knowledge of, here's my, here was my thing people's finishing moves sure you know you want to know that you want to know what they are you want to know when you think they're coming you want to know the names of them especially uh and even if they don't come you just kind of want to have a feel like you're getting close to the end when you see that get when you you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely so so when i don't even know what their finishing moves you are you want to know the history of the man scout too who's one of my the favorite scout, guys i yeah. love the man scout yeah, yeah that was i gotta do something with him that was something calls. else um you know I, i'm not i knew the thrill ride obviously of course uh, right, you want to know your product inside and out, yeah. You know, and, and you could say, well, that's on me, obviously. And, and I, for the most part, I did as much research as, as I thought I could do. Are you calling that show in April? Their next one? Any, any? No, no. I, I, if I am, you know, I, I haven't got the call yet for it. So I, don't, I didn't make the do, cut. Perhaps they'll be listening, too. No, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see what happens. But uh, I, had fun, good, I had fun doing it. No, I had fun doing it. Um, and I would smart. definitely do it again. Uh, but, um, yeah, so... I forget how we went down that road. Oh, I think we we got into the Tuesday night. We were talking Tuesday night dynamite. Yes. What channel they're going to be on? And you I said got it to be on wrestling. They they'd like to be on TBS. But is there any other move that, that you expect them to make? Like I I know they just had CM Punk at a at a signing. Well, that was C two E two the convention in Chicago. So technically, yeah, but that was and and Punk is ex- but they, that was come on. No, that was pro wrestling tees. Ryan Bar- uh, the pro wrestling tees is. Yeah, but Ryan and Punk are buddies. Ryan runs Pressing Tees, which is one of the most brilliant ideas in all of pro wrestling, how he's engineered that company and, and helped guys help make a living. And they are very tight, Punk and, and Ryan, the guy that runs AEW and pro, pro Wrestling Tees are very tight too, though, right? So that's Ryan, the guy that runs their company. Terrific guy. Yeah, they. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily equate that to okay. Punk working for AEW. Is Punk going to AEW? I don't think so. No. No. Never. Well, I wouldn't. I would never say never in pro wrestling. But <laughs> I don't think he's at as of right now on April fourth. I don't think April third. Today know. is April third. As of April third, people might be listening to this on April fourth. So you could say April fourth. People might listen on the fifth. You could say the fifth. People might be listening on the tenth. You could say the tenth. Doesn't matter. We're in the first week of April. It's the biggest week in the wrestling Absolutely. world. And we mentioned CM Punk. And I guess that brings us into what you said is one of the main stories. And maybe we are burying the lead. But you know what? I still feel like I don't, I don't get you in here very often. And so I did feel like I wanted to take care of the card first. I wanted to take care of the matches and the storylines before we get into the dirt. Because that mud, look, the dirt's the dirt and the, and John Oliver and HBO, he took that mud and he threw it all over the place. And, and he brought up something that everybody thinks I assume a lot all the time in the industry it's just not always at the forefront of conversation, but Can this I week vent? it feels like it, it's going to be because John Oliver on HBO recently has talked about how Vince McMahon treats wrestlers poorly. You know, it got into the fact that there's no wrestlers union. 
no health insurance. You know, they had a clip from Rowdy Rowdy Piper, which he says, you know, it's a 16 year old clip, clip, by the way. Yeah, it's old. He's like all the clips were like, that was my issue with it. The clips were so uh, the Bret Hart clip. Not that it's not valid. It's from 1998. You couldn't do some original reporting. Uh, to me, that like hurt the piece because it's such a strong message. Yes, the independent contractor status is a problem in pro wrestling. But I don't think necessarily having fans make signs and do chants at WrestleMania, which is a night for the fans. Like, Mania is a night you should just kick back, enjoy, go nuts, crazy, this, that. So you didn't like So I had no problem with the piece. Like, I think it's I think it's You a thought great the idea. timing of the piece was poor. No, they had to do it a week before WrestleMania. Like, you want the most eyeballs. The most eyeballs are on WWE before WrestleMania. And WrestleMania 35 is the following week. I understand why they did it the, the prior Sunday. But to me, the issue was that... So, Jesse Ventura, and I love Jesse the Body. Jesse the Governor, Jesse the Mind. You're pulling a, a 2010 clip on Stern. The fact, the stats they used about wrestler deaths. Like they, I felt like they couldn't decide which way they wanted to go. Wrestler death, that fact was... The rest, the WWE part of that a stat was from 2014. The wrestlers in general in the business on that grid were from 2010. Those facts were so old. Like I feel like they could have, if you want to, if you want to go after WWE, if you want to attack the King, you got to have your facts right. They needed some, in my opinion, original reporting to make that piece go from good to great. They, they, it's still a valid piece, and, and they're looking out for the employees. The employees always need people to look out for them, not the employer. I have no problem with the piece, but I wish there was some. I wish the, the facts behind it, relevant, newer guys, uh, I don't know, Colt Cabana or somebody, somebody that there are guys out there who will talk. You got to do your legwork and find them. That was my issue with it. Yeah. And in the Roddy Piper clip I, I mentioned, which was, like you said, years ago. Part of it kind of ripped off the real, I love real sports. Part of it ripped off the old real sports stuff on HBO. Yeah. But it was like Roddy Piper said, look, going into the wrestling industry, it's, you have, a, everyone has a great entrance plan. Nobody has an, an exit, exit strategy. Yeah. Nobody does. And, and, and you know, we mentioned the timing. Well, this would be, if you're going to put out this story at any point, the week to do it would be WrestleMania Absolutely. week. If you're looking for if hits and clicks and people to have the, the wrestling. WWE the, responded to the, it. The attention I mean, of the wrestling yeah. world. But I guess I wonder, like, why now? And not, not, not now, like, WrestleMania week, but why this WrestleMania? And, and I wonder if... Because he didn't have any new stuff, I it kind of smelled to me like somebody was in his ear, like there was someone that went to him and said, "Now's the time," you know, "Now's the time," and so. And I don't watch that show every week, so I don't. I don't either. They, I don't know if they do original reports. I don't either. Week. I know he's a comedian. He's a comedian, yeah, right? He's, he's very good. At you what know, he does. comedians. I, Comedians I'm, think they can say whatever they want. And I'm glad. Because it's all, at the end of the day, it's always funny. Hey, I'm a comedian. They can think they can get away with everything. So there's a little of that there, too. Comedian. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, you, you know, you, you're I saying like something right now. I like the fact that he did though. I'm glad he did it. You, did, you are glad he sure, did it. Sure. Always need people to look out for the talent. Um, oh, and I'm not. The employee. Well, I'm not saying I don't look out for the talent. I guess I wonder why this year. And it smelled to me like somebody was in his ear going, do this now. He has do this now. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about someone from the wrestling industry. Sure. Was in his ear. I don't think they just sat there and came up with this out of nowhere. I think somebody said, hey, let's get this taken care of right now. Plus, there's two sides to every story. Why not focus a little bit? And if there's problems with it, then expose them. WWE's drug rehab. Like, they didn't focus on the good. WWE is a lot of good. Like, they're easy to knock, right? Because they're on top. They There's things to criticize, of course, too. But 
I think you needed to paint that picture a little bit differently. It seemed biased. It seemed one-sided. And again, it just killed me when every piece of footage they went to, you look at the year and it's 98, it's 10, it's 14. It's like, come on. There's nothing more recent. A Jesse Ventura clip from Stern from 2010. And you know what? Come on. You know what? If, you got, if the point of it is taking care of professional wrestlers, you know, maybe you should have done some research into other companies. Maybe you should have done some because I'm sure there are some stories about Ring of Honor wrestlers or New Japan Be careful pro, what you say here, dude. New Japan Pro wrestlers or gimme give gimme give other independent companies that that you know aren't making as much money as the WWE guys and it's probably sitting there watching that going, Well you're not in WWE like what about what about someone like me? And Ring of you, Ring you of know, Honor is owned by Sinclair, which is a mega power. I mean, a uh, huge I mean they, they they are they might have more money than their fans, right? Like Sinclair broadcast is huge. So it's a wrestling issue, but I get it. Like if you got a football issue, you go to the NFL. I also had an issue with, with John Oliver, like putting the NFL over. The NFL is forced into doing, they weren't looking out for their players. Unfortunately, they were forced into giving them rights because they had to. So it's not like I wouldn't make them into Mars. So, so that brings Anyways. us to the point that I think we both agree on. And this is where we ultimately, this is where me and you both side. And I don't know how you couldn't side on this. And it sounds like John Oliver sides in this too, is that professional wrestlers should have a union. I think right? they need more protection, whether it's a union, whatever it is. They need more revenue streams. I don't think it, it's like people are always like, oh, they don't have insurance. To me, it doesn't come down to health insurance. You can get your own health insurance. Yeah, you can get your own health insurance. But it, to me, it's, it's everything around it, too. You, they, I think you need more protection, like you said, for the exit plan. Yeah, the exit plan. Because retirement. Everyone, I don't care. Unless you're Hulk Hogan, The Rock. But that's where you need a union. You need something. I don't know if you want to call it what you want. I will call it a union. All I right. mean, I, look. You need a protection plan. I mean, most of my, most of my career here, I, I discuss players unions in major league baseball players union and what they want and how they battle with uh the mlb commissioner nfl same thing battling with the players union nhl you know they'll probably have a a, a lockout or a strike again coming up soon at some point uh same thing you know the nba usually is pretty good about that stuff but you know we we have this conversation with them as well you need a union and and i mean these guys they're not just putting their bodies on the line in in WWE, they're putting their bodies on the line in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Uh, and, and you know, you add AEW to the mix. It's like, well, how could they change things? They talk about changing the world, right? If they did it and you're bringing guys over, that starts, like, I, I wish John Oliver, and, you know, it's... it's That's what I'm saying. I wish he, and, and I know, maybe but I made a bad... so much time, and I think AEW isn't as, re- it's not as recognizable right now as WWE. I get why he focused on what he focused on. It made the most sense for the most people. But if AEW can come in and a- if, if they present a different business plan and they give guys uh, talent benefits and they protect them, that will be a game changer. Then, because when is the last time WWE changed? It was the Monday Night Wars. Like they, they changed the way they did talent. Uh, excuse me. They w- changed the way they structured talent contracts, guaranteed money. Right, because they had to, because it was competition. So if another promotion is out there looking out for their talent, I think things could change. I don't think it's going to change if fans bring signs to WrestleMania. I think they need a strong competitor who does things differently. That's how you make change. The other thing is someone like yourself, who is an insider for pro wrestling for SI.com. You know, you, you part of your job is to do some digging on on certain things. It's like, well, you see this piece, everyone's talking about it, but it's really they show an old clips. It's not really anything new. It's not anything that you didn't see anything there and go, wow, I didn't know that. Right. Like you've known that for, for years. So like, I forgot the part where Piper said I wouldn't make it to 65 and he didn't, but like that wasn't breaking news. No, but but like, could you, where your job is 
to see something and maybe do a little extra digging. Like, you can't really, can you really dig on this? Because if you went up to someone and was like, hey, what do you think about union and wrestling? Somebody might say, well, I mean, that's really, is that, is that new right now? Like, nothing's really new. Like, are you going to dig on this? Well, I think, again, the story is AEW, can they do things differently? Then there you go. And maybe that's weird. But I get why John Oliver didn't mention that because. See, I don't, I don't get why. Why wouldn't he? They're amazing. Tony Khan. The focus was on. I know that's a separate piece. I think the focus. I think if they, I hope they follow. They should have combined it by talking to the new brand and saying, "What are you going to do to change the world?" That's original reporting, right? That's in HBO Sports. That makes sense. But I bring it back because that's kind of what you said. You were like, "That would have been great." I don't know if that show does original reporting though on a week to week basis. I I think, like you said, it's him kind of, kind of going over the the last week tonight. What everybody else did. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Good that he brought it up. Good that we're talking about it. You can never have too much protection for the talent. Well, I think they should have a union. I mean, I I think that's what should happen. I, I, I'm actually, you know, when I, when I found out, I think I found out from you on this show maybe like three years ago when we started. I think that's when I found out that they didn't have health insurance and, and they weren't unionized. Like, I don't, I didn't really know that stuff. Um... No, I didn't you learn get, it from John gotta, Oliver. I learned it from up, you. You got to look, look, look up yourself. They should business, have yeah. a union. They should. I mean, every other enti- sports entertainment industry, and I will call other professional sports sports entertainment because if they're not entertaining, they're not making money. And if right. they're not making money, whatever sport you're in, whatever pro- professional sport you're in, if you're not making money, you're not going to exist. Okay, just ask the AAF that just folded. Fascinating. Speaking of looking at the connections to the government, politics, Linda McMahon, what a position. Resigning from her position. Yeah, I was going to say not anymore, right? Yeah, but I mean, she's going to help run that campaign, that Trump campaign. That is enormous. I mean, the, the enormity of her role and what, what position could she have? Like, mm-hmm. is, is Secretary of State a possibility? There's so much at stake for Linda McMahon in that election. Plus, I'm not a Trump fan, but people don't seem to last in his... Uh, I we Here's one thing we can't do. We can't talk Trump. We can't do politics on this show. But it's Linda McMahon. Sure, I can't. We can't my, do it. One of my favorite stories. Can was, we? Can was, we make a? Can we sign a contract here that from now? I don't care what. I, won't sign I don't it. care if Linda McMahon is the first woman president in the United States. We will not talk about it's it. It's actually a story I would love to pursue. I'd love to. I, I did an interview with Linda once a couple of years ago. We did it in her office in Connecticut. It was so much fun. I mean, a kid growing up a WWE fan, and she. I think Linda McMahon's incredible, and she's Vince McMahon wouldn't be Vince without Linda. Now Linda wouldn't be Linda without Vince, but Linda, it, goes, it goes both ways. I want a divorce. It's a great uh, Linda McMahon is so smart. I'll be curious because Trump is such a volatile subject. He's a WWE character. He's, he's a been, Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer. He's a <laughs> But Linda's just so How ridiculous. Linda McMahon is, that? Is, is one of the smartest people out there. I'm curious what she does with that election. I think Linda's brilliant. I think that I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see where that goes. I think it's gonna be fascinating. Oh. How how ridiculous. How much fun is it that we'll have Linda McMahon potentially involved in the next presidential election, regardless of partisan, regardless of what party you're involved in? If you're a wrestling fan, come on. That's that's a little more exciting, the presidential election. Here's what you need to do at some point in the next, uh, if you have time in the next couple of days. I know it's a busy next couple of days. We're both actually going down to New York City tomorrow morning. Uh, we're actually on the same train. Huh? Can't wait. 6, 6 a.m., me and you. Um, side by side. <laughs> I'm I'm getting yeah I'm, I'm getting on the train, uh, figuring out how I'm I'm getting on. Uh, anyways, but in the next couple of days, if you get time, watch WrestleMania Seven. One of my favorites, just because of you, the spectacle. You, yeah, Rockers, Barbarian, Hakuna. Yeah, but do you know who's sitting in the front row and that you a guy that you're looking at the entire show. You'll look. You can't. 
He's there the entire show. No, Trump wasn't at seven. Trump was at WrestleMania seven. Four and five were at the Trump Plaza. Yeah, no, this was WrestleMania. What was one Trump was back at hey, seven? Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior retirement match. That's seven. WrestleMania seven. One of the Donald best Trump is. You're watching him. He's in the front um, row. Marla Maples is at seven. It's in LA. Wife. And that's his wife at the time, right? His wife was Marla Maples at the time. So that makes sense. He was right there in the front row the whole time. That's when Miss Elizabeth came back and Great beat moment. up Sensational Sherry. Um, an awesome WrestleMania from an entertainment perspective. I think it's one of the most underrated WrestleManias. And, and you see all these people in the crowd like they show... By the way, Bobby the Brain Heenan has his A game, especially towards the end of that Macho Man match. With I the love Elizabeth when he stuff. left to broadcast the uh, demand of the match comes back. That match though would be like ripped apart on social media in 2019. Macho took uh, Warrior took five elbow drops and still couldn't yeah. beat him. You're burying Macho. It was, I think he it, hit one on the outside too at one point. But they show Macaulay Culkin as a little kid in the stands. But Trump is in the middle front row, like the TV shot. You know, because they didn't do many TV cuts back right. then. So you have like the one camera, which by the way, and I know this is going off on a tangent with something else. I like that a lot more than what they do now with the camera. The camera now, it's like giving me, you know, I, I got to go puke in between matches. They're shaking <laughs> that thing around so much. A seizure from, uh, yeah. And, and it makes the moves. I don't think it, like I know they say it, they try to help the moves, but I don't know. I like the one camera. See, the problem with you and I, and, and, and probably most of the listening to this, you know, it's not for us. We're you know, old school. But even you, you, I love your line. I'm not a season. You're not a season ticket holder. No, no. But but you're you're a smoker. <laughs> you are, and you you're not gonna. You're not. I gonna, need I'm, I need to buy cigarettes. I'm 36. I, keep, I need to keep going to the store to get those cigarettes. I don't smoke, but in terms of wrestling, I'll never stop watching. Right, whether I cover it, whether I, whatever I'm doing, I'll always watch. Great this. analogy. Yeah, we're, we're, you don't need to you don't need to market your product to the smokers. Are you kidding me? Never. That's who we are. We're the smokers. Well, anyways, the the old camera, WrestleMania 7, Trump is in the front row. It's a great... Go watch it. Because his... I'm not even like... This isn't me promoting. This isn't political. It's just hilarious to think where we are now in 2019. It's hard to believe. To go back to watch even that. And I'm just like, this is just hilarious. But, you know, I had to mention it because it's it's WrestleMania week. And um, it's WrestleMania 35. Macho Man, probably my favorite all time, I would think. Is he? Yeah. I mean, I love Flair, but... I'd go just the whole front to back, Macho. I, I like Bret Hart a lot, too, as a Bret guy instead of a Sean guy. Love Sean, obviously. But I think all-time favorite, Daniel Bryan's up there, but i go Macho. I love the Macho. Uh, see, love, I'm, a, I'm a Shawn Michaels guy. Shawn Michaels ma- is my guy. Love the Macho King. Love the Macho Did King. Did you? Oh, so good. I liked Macho Man, WrestleMania 5, orange tights, had the pink tights. Yeah. That Macho Man, you know, the, the when he got in the beef with Hulk Hogan, the Mega Powers collided. So intense. Um, man, everything was just so great then, wasn't it? Clo- it was. Close with his father, close with his brother. I love, my favorite interview of all time was uh, with Mrs. Poffo before, a couple of years before she passed, but talking about her son, not the superstar of the Macho Man, but her son, and it gave me a different perspective to my writing that you're also writing, I know you're writing about characters on television, but you're also writing about loved ones too. So I'll always remember that uh, that interview with, with Mrs. Poffo and uh, Lanny, actually, the genius set that up. And I remember speaking to him after because your 80-some-odd-year-old mom's on the phone with a reporter. I'd be nervous, right? I mean, taking a, you know, asking a cheap shot about Elizabeth or whatever, right? You could, nothing like that happened. It was so much fun. Um, I'm going to look for Trump. I can't believe you're, you're catching me on a couple of things. Didn't know Nakamura in 06 and Brock. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Hey, what's going on, man? No, I mean, I just sometimes my inner loser comes was out. There, though. Uh, but 
No, go watch it. Go check it out. Um, Warrior was cool too. Obviously, different perspective as an adult than as a kid, but. Uh, but yeah, you, know, you Macho Man's your favorite of all time. My favorite of all time is Shawn Michaels. That Macho, I'll, I'll go back to that WrestleMania podcast series interview with Zack Ryder, which was one of the episodes. Zack, I knew when I watched WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, Texas, and I didn't ever expected Ryder to win that Intercontinental Title match, which was awesome. Which was mm-hmm. Such a great moment, surprise. He had the kind of the purple and the white uh, regal uh, tights, and I remember asking Kurt Hawkins, who wasn't with the company, "Hey, I think I called him or texted him. We'd done an interview together, and I reached out to him and said, "Hey, I gotta ask you this." Was that a tribute to the Macho King from WrestleMania 7? And Kurt said, no. Like, just a coincidence. So I, had, I hadn't spoke with Zach. I spoke with Zach, what, a month ago. And I said, I got to ask you, was that a connection to WrestleMania 7? He goes, you're damn right it was. I said, then why did Hawkins tell me it was? And he goes, do yourself a favor. Don't listen to anything Kurt says. Because, they're you know, they're best of friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, I thought, I love the Macho Man. I, I, and do Macho you, King, too. Do you think if Macho Man was still alive, that they would try to work in, like, he'd be doing something. a match yeah. with Hogan right now? Like just a funny I match. Hope not Hogan. What play, what role is he? He's gonna have to be at the Hall of Fame. Has to. And Beefcake. Well, he's Hogan back. Are, yeah. Peter he Bart, might. Is Peter he gonna? Is he gonna induct him? He might. Yeah. Because like, everybody has somebody who speaks and introduces. I don't know him. if they're doing intros this year because it ran so long. Maybe you keep the intro shorter. You could do a video package to introduce them. Probably would work just as well. Not hmm. to say you shouldn't have intros, but I get why they'd move away from it. You need to keep. Some guys go a little, some people go a little too long. Yeah. I don't know what the limit is, but. Hogan, you, you expect him to be involved? In the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back at, at Saudi Arabia again. I I know there's issues with going over there, but I, I, you know, I loved when they had the grown men at Saudi Arabia, the last show, the Crown Jewel show, which was highly controversial. Hogan gets introduced. You had grown men putting their hand on their ear, and I, I don't know. I, I Look, I, I loved it. I thought that was a nice, nice moment. If people like the Hulk Hogan character, then like the Hulk Hogan character. Uh, you know, you can get into whether you like the person or not, but I think the character is the greatest baby face of all time in pro wrestling. All right. Well, I th- I don't think we have anything else to cover. I think we covered it all. Did Did I miss anything in the world of pro wrestling? Like, is there something else going on that I should I should know about? Like, I don't. You know, I, I tell you what, I I do feel like. And I've said this a couple times, and I, I think you've I think we tweeted about this. I don't know that we've talked about it, but and this will be the last thing we talk about. WrestleMania. There's a guy I wish was there that was facing AJ Styles. And I, I kind of feel like the wrestling fan in I think, me. I think we talked about this. The wrestling we, we definitely fan, talked about this. I, I think we tweeted about it. I don't know that we talked on the show. We definitely did. I, I, I don't know if it was Cyrus. Oh, really? We wanted to see Omega Styles at WrestleMania. Well, now that it's official, that well, we didn't know it was official. I think we, now that we know it's official, Omega is Kenny Omega is not going to I think WWE. You, I think you mentioned that you wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the wrestling fan in me feels like I'm getting, you know, I, I'm I'm getting shafted of what should be one of the best in the business on the grandest stage of them all, and I'm not going to see it, and I'm very disappointed. That I'm never going to see Kenny Omega at WrestleMania. That I'm not going to see Omega Styles at WrestleMania. I'm disappointed. The wrestling fan in me is is very disappointed. So Kenny's his own man. I give him credit. You want to go build? No, and I don't. I think it's fantastic. Look, you want to go? I I, and AJ just resigned. So I know AJ was someone they were looking at AEW. They were hoping he would hit the free agency, uh, become a free agent. Didn't Vince wouldn't let it happen? Gallows and Anderson. You know, not not the case, but AJ, they made sure they they did not let you can't let AJ Styles walk. No, and I why, if you're AJ Styles, why would you walk? I mean, right. you you spent 
your career trying, like, to, trying get- to get to this point. Yeah. And not only you to this point, I mean, man, they they gave that guy and they have given him just, I mean, and he should be. He deserve, he, he he's earned, earned it. it. But he's, he's earned it. He's earned the opportunity. But they have, we talk thing. about guys that go there and, and get buried. It's he definitely not getting buried. But you can't bury him. He's too good. He's so awesome. It goes both ways. Yeah. He's the best. He's pro- You know, I talk about Shawn Michaels. I know I've said Kenny Omega is the best in the world. But when we talk about guys that uh, this is my favorite wrestler, Shawn Michaels, and then I will say AJ Styles. He's that good. That's my, yeah. those are my top two. And I think time. AJ's got a unique style of uh, his interviews. To me, like you could stick him in 1989 and it would work. You know what I mean? He's still relevant now with his interviews. There's just something about his, it's a pro wrestling type interview. Mm-hmm. It's hard to capture exactly how I feel, but I, I love AJ on the mic. I love AJ in the ring. Yeah. We actually, uh, we met last year, last March, actually. It was like a fireside chat um, at a hotel in Boston for an interview when he was doing World of Wheels in Boston. He's also a gentleman and a family man. And yeah, I'm a big AJ Styles fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. So um, I can't wait to see him and Randy Orton. I can't wait to watch WrestleMania. I got to ask uh, you, does Matt yeah. Taven, in your opinion, win the world title? Matt Saturday Taven, night? in my opinion, is your guy, is already the champ, he will retain the Ring of Honor World Championship because he's Matt Taven and he's the real Ring of Honor World Championship. And don't you forget it, Justin. Don't you be coming in here with your little Sports Illustrated notebook trying to question the real Ring of Honor World Champion because he sits across from me here every Wednesday on Take a Bump, the podcast, and you, Melvin, should go subscribe to it right now. So don't don't be pulling out your Sports Illustrated notebook trying to get any... Taking notes right now. You know, trying to get the inside info from me. The only inside info info that you need is that the real Ring of Honor world champion going into Madison Square Garden is Matt Taven, and the real Ring of Honor world champion leaving Madison Square Garden will be Matt Taven. And you can't beat him in the match, right? Here's my promo for the day. You can't beat him. It's perfect. (laughs) Like, when he, he, whoever, I think it's Jay, climbs the ladder and wins, you didn't get pinned. So everything Matt's saying holds true. The day after. Are you guys broadcasting from MSG? No, the day before you're broadcasting. We're doing a live show Friday at okay. the Hulu Theater. That's their at Madison uh, the Square Garden, the, the Festival of Honor. Thank you. Basically yeah. a fan fest. I know yeah. the autographs. And it was going to be a live stream on Fight uh, to kick off our partnership with Fight and our simulcast, but um, there's some issues there. We're not, so when we don't think we're doing a live stream on Hold, Fight. Holding out for more, more uh, money? Yeah, I, you know, contract dispute. Hey, we I gotta I gotta stand my ground at some point. That's right? the story on Sports uh, Illustrated <laughs> that I'm gonna have. Yeah, uh, but we're going to fight. That's it, great. It's not gonna start that day, but we are doing a live show, and it's gonna be. I we're gonna try to get it out live somehow. Maybe we stream it live on my YouTube channel. We'll see how good the 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 internet service is and and how we get it. But either way, whatever we do, it will be available via audio. Almost immediately, almost oh, immediately yeah. after. You know what I mean. So we'll be doing a live show in front of a live audience. It just might be archived an hour or two later. I'm gonna do a piece with Matt on Saturday. The plan is before MSG. We'll link. We'll embed that piece. We'll embed the. I'm sure you're gonna tweet it. You're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be. It's we'll all make, I do. We'll make sure we link it together in the piece too. All so. I do is tweet, tweet, tweet. No matter what. Will you have a guest spot, perhaps from? Jay Lethal or Marty Skrull, or we'll see. I have a special guest that I've lined up. Oh, fantastic. I have a special guest. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know how controversial it will end up being, but, um, you know, I, I told Matt that, you know, I, I think it'll be good for the show. I think it'll be good for the ratings. Good for business. I think it'll be good for business. All right. Um, I haven't even told him who it is yet. So he's going to be kind of shocked as well. So people should tune in. People should subscribe to Take a Bump. 
and subscribe to this show, the Danny Picard show. And Justin, I when are we gonna get you on again next? It's gonna be what's the next one? Um, SummerSlam. SummerSlam's the next one. Yeah, we got We can't do all these other crazy shows that they throw threw in. We got to do just the ma- the four majors. If I see you out there, we should do a recap. But yeah, I wouldn't. Mind. I like I like how we do the majors. I would be thrilled to do a SummerSlam. I mean, I would love to do a reactionary show with you. It's just, you know, by the time you get back, by the time we get settled in, and you're moving on to the next story. That's the funny thing about wrestling. I think in sports, you're always you want to recap that last game. In wrestling, you're looking the next day because Monday Night Raw and and Tuesday Night SmackDown, it's SmackDown the whole Live, right. You know, right. by the time we get the show out, things are going to happen. It's not even going to be timely, so it's not even worth it unless we waited until maybe later next week. But I kind of feel like at that point, even me on this show, I'll probably be uh, keeping an eye on Chris Sales' velocity or maybe Gronk Watch 2019 to see if he comes out of retirement. I, I just think SummerSlam to me makes the most sense else. for Gronk. Oh, we didn't even mention Gronk, huh? I know that makes the most SummerSlam makes the most sense. He's going to do a one-off. It's just a matter of we well, already did a one-off. Yeah, At WrestleMania I, I, a couple years ago. Yeah, but that was more like a guest opinion. Like yeah, but he gave, a, he gave a shoulder to Jinder Mahal, right? While under contract. I'm sure the Pats love that. Well, yeah, I'm sure, I'm yeah, sure, sure the Belichick I'm sure he was cheering when he was. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Take him out, uh, Jinder Mahal. I think they do a, a tag match at SummerSlam with Mojo, or you do an appearance. Uh, not an appearance, but you do a, a singles match with Mojo in your corner. Mojo needs it. Needs it. He's, he's talented. He needs some kind of boost, and Gronk's going to give it to him. they got to pay him. Uh, best case scenario, they didn't do anything with McGregor. Like I know they they couldn't agree on a, on a dollar sign. They tried. And if you're a if you're a big Connor fan, I mean you got to see this. These, he'll these be sto- there. These stories are terrible. He'll be there at Mania. No, they uh, won't. no, not this year. I I mean he'll he'll be in WWE. He'll have a Connor McGregor will have a career in WWE. Well, this rape story sounds pretty bad. I, Mike Tyson. Well, I, yeah, Mike Tyson had a sexual assault story too, and that was years later. He was part of WrestleMania 14, one of the most iconic moments I, in WrestleMania history. I, I don't mean but, to like yeah. ignore that. I'm, I'm just since we're having the wrestling conversation and the conversation of two guys it who would have make sense. just retired. Right. I think that McGregor obviously has a career in it if he wants to, and obviously if if Dell end up wanting him, if if none of this stuff. Is true. Sure, we'll see, right? We'll Guilty see. until proven innocent. Um, of course. He'll have a better career than Gronk. Gronk is not going to have a career in wrestling. He might have another one-off, if you will, like some other pro athletes that have come in and or done something. Or even Survivor Series would make a ton of but sense, I, right? In no, a four-man you, match. No, or... you know why it won't? Because I think Gronk will be back with the Patriots by then. Then why retire? Because Drew Rosenhaus Knows is exactly the mastermind. He said last year we threatened retirement. This year they retire. We kind of got a little more. Yeah. This year we get what we want. We actually retire. Take that phone out, post that Instagram, and you know what's the worst that happens? We we come back and play four games and win a Super Bowl. Everybody wins there. Everybody wins. I'd love it. I think that's what's going on. So well, Survivor Series would not work. SummerSlam Summer would work better. SummerSlam makes the most sense. I agree. SummerSlam makes the most sense, and it's it's a special attraction match. It's whomever he fights, it's worth watching. And Gronk, I I think that. I know he's big in the NFL in terms of size. I think you'll see that on a whole different level in WWE with his shirt off, how tall he is. Like Again, in the NFL, these guys are the linemen make him look average size. He's not. Gronk's huge. But I, I just think even though he's bigger than most people in the NFL, he'll be enormous in WWE. Mm. Literally, not figuratively. Right. We shall see about that. Justin. WrestleMania Thanks 35, for joining WrestleMania me. weekend. Thank I kept you, you here. Me. I kept you here a lot longer than you wanted to be. You got a lot to do before you before the big trip tomorrow. But um, and thank you to those listening. I think to me, podcasts, the internet, it's the wild west. You can find anything about anything, literally online. The fact that if people are listening, I know you got you got a dedicated audience. Mm-hmm. Anybody that listens, feel free to reach out. 
Uh, I'd love to, to, to talk. Some of the most favorite my, my favorite parts of the day are when people email that I don't know, like they read a story, this, that, and we get a little correspondence. And I remember, <laughs> I don't know, just different things. You never know what you're going to learn from people. You know, it's, it's fun to connect with people who, if you care, if people care enough to read, it's fun to connect and say thank you. So anyone listening, thank you very much. You're like the Brock Lesnar of the Danny Picard show. You're not here all the time. Makes which it, makes, it, which more which makes it more yeah, special. Yeah. When you are here, you know it's a big deal when Justin Barrasso's in the you. building. Justin, thanks a lot. Get this show whenever you want at dannypicard.com. Also on Podcast One, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are available. Follow me on social media. Follow Justin on social media. You can find both of us really anywhere on the World Wide Web. Have a great weekend, everybody. I will be back on Monday to react to WrestleMania, to react to the G1 Supercard, to react to anything else that happens in the world of wrestling or professional sports. And hopefully by then... Chris Sales back up into the mid-90s with his fastball. But until next time, I'm out. See you.